In a town beset by earthquakes, secrets can shake loose from the most unlikely places. Tales from Spasming Hill. Vermilion Bandersnatch, media's most wanted art personality. Murder. I'll kill you, Vermilion. <laughs> Intrigue. I'm Zeba. I'm the janitor. Who are you really? Outrage. That'll be three ninety-nine. That is priceless. Vermilion Bandersnatch, the artist, the legend, the lover of turnips sweeping the nation, reporting for the Daily Spasm. Ugh, where the heck is he? He's super late. This is ridiculous. I'm not going to do the show by myself. Some chief reporter he is. So anyway, how y'all going? I'm chilling here at the Daily Spasm, waiting for Rex Orkelsmith to get his butt in here so we can head out and start our feature documentary already. We'll be joining esteemed animal behavioral psychologist Berg Nordstrom over at City Park to learn a bit more about the nut-collecting methods, mating habits, and pack ambush tactics of the park's famously rabid squirrels. My monster doppelganger will be on camera duty, and, as in all documentaries, our voices will be digitally manipulated to sound identical to David Attenborough's. Oh! Hey, Warren! Any news on Rex? Uh, um, yeah, so Rex probably won't be coming in today. What?! The slacker. Tell him to get the heck out of bed and help me out. He, he isn't in bed. I don't know where he is. Well, he can't have been abducted by the government and spirited away to the underground containment complex. I'm still de facto mayor, and I would never do that. Probably. I can't do the documentary without him. You have absolutely no clue? Well, there, there is one thing. He left his voicemail on my phone last night. You have one new message. And... 2,439 saved messages. Dude, clean out your phone! Message received yesterday at 9.06pm. Hey, Warren! Buddy! How's it going? How's a family? Oh wait, you didn't have one. Anyway, Rex here. Rex Zorkel Smythe, your boss. Um, so yeah, I probably won't be into work tomorrow. Or the next day, or any day in the near future when I think about it. See, it turns out I'm not only crazy, I'm also a secret agent. 0014. I've got this secret mission my employers say I definitely shouldn't reveal to any other living soul, or else the entire world's gonna explode or go off or something. I don't know. But since they're probably exaggerating and I'm literally incapable of keeping secrets, I'll actually tell you all about it. I'm being employed by this top secret agency where everyone just runs around in black suits and no one ever says any words to each other, but everyone has somehow knows what they're doing. And then somehow also we all just break out into musical numbers sometimes. It's pretty whack. And anyway, we're trying to- uh, I'll, I'll, I'll get that. Hello? A secret agent? Rex? Oh, okay. Listeners, yeah. I'm sure I'm not alone in finding this very hard to believe. T today? Plus, this doesn't seem to solve the problem uh, about what the heck we're going to do about today's broadcast. Yeah, yeah, all right. I'll, I'll let her know. Bye. See you later. Let her know what? Let me know what? Oh, that was station management. They said, don't worry about the broadcast. Uh, a guest has been arranged. A guest has been arranged? That's what they said. All right, then. How about you go let Professor Nordstrom know that we're going to have to postpone the squirrel documentary? Oh, sure thing, Jackie. So listeners, a guest has been arranged. Who are they? Where do they come from? What do they do? Nobody knows. Least of all me. While we're waiting, let's play a game, shall we? 
I like to call this one, what's that Google? Let me bring up the browser here. Hmm, okay. So how you play this game is you type in random questions and see what it auto-completes to, to get a good idea of what people online and the most frequent users of this computer search for. In this case, that's probably Warren. Let's start with the easy one, like where do the ducks? So top three results are go in winter, make their nests, and commanders go. See, isn't this fun? Now let's try what's your favorite and okay. What's your favorite place to eat? Pagan ritual and classic cheese vintage. Wow, weren't such a snurd. I think we have time for one more round. Okay, now for my favorite one. Why is everything covered in? Oh, oh listeners, all the results are blood spelled out in capital letters. The entire screen is filling up with blood written in Gothic font and the blood is streaming from the top of the monitor and obscuring the screen. Ooh, it's all sticky. I guess this computer must have safe search enabled. What's that, Jackie? Having problems? <laughs> what the? Vermilion, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm just here to have my super great revenge. Vermilion, I beat you once and I'll do it again. Don't come any closer unless you want a taste. Oh, Jackie, you wound me. Can't you see I'm going through a really difficult time? Barry dumped me again. Aww. He said we should see other people. What? Barry? Vermilion, what in the world are you talking about? That's right. In front of everyone at work. I said I loved him, Jackie. What an absolute cad. Well, I'm through with him. It's time for Vermilion B to fly solo. Yeah! Woo! Woo! Love you. you go, girl. Are you all right? I mean, I know you're crazy, but this is unusual even for you. Oh, oh, wait, you didn't get the memo? What memo? From station management. Heather assured me you knew what was going on. Heather? Station management? No, wait. You're the guest they were talking about? But that's insane! Oh, am and I? <laughs> but no, seriously, I'm here to lend my creative expertise to your pathetically uninspired little show. I'm glad that station management at least appreciates my beautiful work. Eat your heart out, Tug! Nah, I refuse to work with you. You've tried to kill me on, like... Multiple occasions! How do I know you won't try again? Look at my face. It's a face you can trust. Wouldn't you agree, Jackie dear? No, not in the slightest. Get out of here, you weirdo. I'm trying to entertain listeners with a round of What's That Google? Oh, and, and what's that? Well, you bring up the internet browser and then- Hey, don't try your camaraderie on me, Bandersnatch. I'm immune to polite human interaction. Really? How fascinating. That's not at all what Verity Skillion said to me. What? <laughs> How dare you bring her into this? When I stopped by your house earlier, she said- Wait, Look. you stopped at my house? You've gone too far this time, Vermilion. When my doppelganger and I get through with you, there'll be nothing left but paste. How dreadfully frightening, Jackie. Or it would be if I weren't invaluable to your future career in applied media journalism. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think? Once this broadcast is through, you're toast. 
You're only protected guest for as long as the show lasts. And I have a feeling today's broadcast is going to be cut tragically short. Bringing Verity into it? The nerve. You know, I used to think you were evil but harmless, but now I realize you're a disease-carrying parasite on the skin of ordered society, and we all know what happens with parasites. Squish. You're always so touchy and unfriendly, Jackie. What happened to make you such a grumpy grouch? Well, I'm willing to let bygones be bygones, if you will. I'll forgive you for all the times you callously spurned my valuable friendship if we can just get along. What do you say, Jackie? It's an exceptionally generous offer from an exceptionally generous celebrity personality like myself. What do I say? What do I say? I say let me grab the machete worm keeps under the desk in case the stapler becomes sentient before I answer that question. <laughs> You're such a silly billy, Jackie. I'll wait patiently here, thinking great artistic thoughts in my little brainy Wayne. Yes, what? Heather, what's the big idea calling this psychopath in here? She's... No, not as such, but... You're coming down here. Why, yes! I'm almost there already. You're almost here already? What? Do you mean you're outside? No, I'm standing right next to you, Miss Hyde. Wait, what? <laughs> Howdy! And Miss Bandersnatch looking radiant today as ever. Hello, Heather. Such a pleasure to see you. Now, just what is going on here? I demand an explanation for why you would invite this gibbering sociopath of an artist into the station. I could have been killed. Hold your horses, Miss Hyde. Everything will be explained in due time. Miss Bandersnatch. Please, call me Vermilion. No need to stand on formality, I dare say. No, no, all right. Vermilion, well, I was wondering if maybe I could get an autograph. It's for my son. He's such a huge fan of your work. For you, Heather, anything. What would you like me to sign? Here. <laughs> One of my scale model turnip figurines. Such good taste for a... How old is he? Only seven, Miss Familian. Gee, I can't believe I'm in the presence of someone so famous. And who am I signing it to? Timmy. To little Timmy. What a slugger. Remember that life is crushingly unfair and all your vegetables hate you. Love and buttercups, Vermilion B. There. Gosh, he's going to be so excited. This will make his day. As touching as this sickening little love affair is, I'm going to have to bust in here and reiterate my earlier point. What the heck is Bandersnake in the grass doing here? And actually, who are you, Heather? You don't look like one of the ancient Egyptian pharaohs whose mortal remains presides over the daily spasm. You're done right, Miss Hyde. I am actually a performance review officer sent over here by Burt's Bazaar Periodicals to see if I can address the criminal inefficiency of the daily spasm's operations. And I'll tell you what, my first step is going to be sweeping out those old dusty mummies and replacing them with hip, young executives in t-shirts and skinny jeans. 9,000 years of preserving the old ways has made them a tad too conservative in today's modern market. A performance review officer? Come on, this place isn't run that badly. Miss Hyde, 
how could you even say that with a straight face? Have you been listening to your own broadcast? I could tell you now that the most top-grade television programs wouldn't consider a seven-hour exclusive on the taco-eating cult of Beanita Avenue particularly broadcast-worthy. Well, we're just a, a small local station. We look at noteworthy local affairs, not big national news stories. I'd be hard-pressed to call most of what you cover stories at all. Look, you're even running over time on your sponsor message. Sloppy, sloppy, Miss Hyde. Very disappointing. If you can't even keep to schedule when there's no crisis going on, I have to start wondering, what are you up to? Yes, Jackie, what are you doing? Of course, I'm never late. An artist always arrives precisely when they mean to. Oh, come on! How am I supposed to do my job when she's deliberately provoking me like that? Just a little something called professionalism, Jackie. Then again, we can't expect too much from an intern, can we? Oh, that's it! Uh, um, damn it. Okay, listeners, we're going to cut to a message from our sponsors. And then we'll be back with this... this... whatever this is. Damn it! The following is a broadcast from the sovereign state of Stantropolis. Attention, citizens of Spasming Hill! Do you feel bored or bodily threatened by the whims of your cheerful police state? Are you sick of authorities living under your couch eating ice cream straight out of the carton? Do you wish there were somewhere else you could go? Somewhere that's not too far away but offers you a virtual heaven on earth, free from the depravities Mayor Jacqueline Hyde inflicts upon you daily? Freedom, please. The moronic citizens of this town wouldn't know freedom if it hit them in the face with a wet fish. So why not try Stantropolis for a change? This month, we're offering nationality incentives. If you renounce your U.S. citizenship and join our blossoming state, you'll not only get a shiny medal of citizenship and a fun, personalized sticker set, but you'll also get a complimentary piece of merchandise from King Iron Stan, the shopkeeper's online store. Wow! And that's not all! Join today and you'll get our statehood guarantee. Satisfaction within 30 days or your citizenship back. Or sign up with a friend and get an improvised serenade from me, Greta Scott. Don't delay. Join today. Just check out these testimonials from satisfied new citizens. I joined Stantropolis, and one day later I was general in their Grand United Army. I haven't been this exalted since I was class president in high school. Hiss! The shiny! It calls to me! Yes, bubbles will destroy the nasty spasms! Wow! Don't delay! Join today! The hammers of our industry await you at the superb Palace of Radical Serenity, just off Yellow Fever Road, across from Researchatorium Hill. Stantropolis. Nationalism may be a capitalist plot, but we're okay, at least. Welcome back, beholders! Wasn't that just the most wonderful little break you've ever had in your entire sad life? My god, you're so fake happy I could puke! No need to be vulgar, Jackie. It wouldn't hurt you to smile every once in a while, you know? Wrinkles and such. You have no idea how much that would hurt me. Physically. Physically hurts me. Bingo, bingo! <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ronald, 
and sunny. You're home early. That's right. The spirits told me. Something good was on the stove. I had to rush back. Psychic work makes me mad, wicked hungry. Oh, Ronaldus, always thinking about your stomach. (laughs) (laughs) Just so happens I'm cooking something up with my super special ingredient. And what's that? Why, love, of course. Vermilion, the spirits do agree. It's good to have you back. Listeners, send help, please. I'm allergic to affection, real or staged. I'll collapse if this continues much longer. Send SWAT. Send Yancey the Monster Hunter. Send anybody. But Vermilion, my little vermicelli, why did you come back? I thought they had you on the run from iniquitous fate. Oh, Ronnie, that's all in the past now. The wonderful people at the Daily Spasm have offered me a position. They love me, Ronnie. We've got a future again. I'm not a criminal anymore. Excuse me. Last time I checked, I was the mayor here, not Heather, the look-at-me-I'm-so-special-performance consultant. Crimes can only be pardoned by me. Ugh, who is it this time? Yes, hello. Hello, Miss Hyde. Ah! Dude, why would you even call if you were here already? It's only polite, don't you think? Oh, rather. Bingo, bingo. In regards to your earlier point about criminals, Miss Hyde, I think you'll find that registered businesses can also grant amnesty for crimes, provided they really, really want to. (laughs) Where the heck is that written? Then the town's charter. This town has a charter? What? Aren't you the mayor? Shouldn't you know this? I don't know. I usually get Gary to handle the little details like that. But Bird's Bizarre Periodicals isn't a locally registered business, so you have no authority to exonerate Vermilion anyway. Ha! Explain that one. It's simple. I didn't. Um, so... But I did manage to convince board executive Kasa Kemwe to pass the motion. Ah, Kasa Kemwe. Clyde the Spirit knows him well. They used to serve together in the first Egyptian spear division during the kingdom's second intermediary period. Oh, Ronnie, you should be a history teacher. You know what? I should. Spirit, away! <laughs> look at him go. Old Kasa Kemwe, but he's a notorious tight ass. Seriously, after 9,000 years, his sphincter is sealed tighter than a grave robber's purse, if you know what I mean. How on earth did you convince him? Especially since you seem to be set on replacing him. I offered him a generous retirement plan, Miss Hyde. He'll get his own mausoleum down in the haunted conifer grove and will mummify all his earthly servants so they can serve him in the afterlife. Enough of your bickering, you two. Don't you think there are more important things to focus on? Huh? Like me? Heather, tell Jackie why you hired me of all the beautiful, talented artists you could have chosen. I'll fan myself dramatically while you explain and look meaningfully into the middle distance. What you fail to understand, Jackie, is that the daily spasm is on the brink of financial collapse. I knew that. But you can explain more if you want for uh, the listener's benefit. Yeah, yeah, the listener's benefit. You see, back before Rex Circle Smythe became chief reporter, a woman named Zdenko was the Daily Spasm's head editor. She was smart, 
responsible, and the stories she ran were small and local, but always turned a profit through tight running costs and broad public appeal. When she left to take a job as Paradox Avoidance Officer at the Researchatorium, the daily spasm flagship was left without a dungeon master at the goalposts. Your mixed metaphors are not only nonsensical, but boring. Where are you going with this? To put it bluntly, Miss Hyde, the folks over at Burt's Bizarre Periodicals aren't at all happy with the current return on their investment. I mean, just listen to some of these incredible expense reports coming out of your operation. 200 steel girders? Industrial strength alligator repellent? Scuba girl? There isn't an ocean within 50 miles! Actually, there's a funny story behind that one. You see, the bitey-faced alligator gang made a swamp in the parking lot of the Riddle Me the Shopping Mall, and Rex and I had Save to- Save it, Miss Hyde! Theatre at the Spasming Hill Drama Parlor and Scrivener's Club. Gourmet dinners out at the Unwilling Flesh, our town's most expensive eatery. All lodges of business expenses? It's an outrage! Scandalous, Jackie. Ruinous. Downright unartistic. Well, it was, um... Important we did those things because, see, we, um, hmm. Frankly, Miss Hyde, I failed to see how any explanation you could offer in your defense would be adequate. Whatever the reason behind it, I'm here to sort out your mess. You can begin by welcoming the talented Miss Bandersnatch onto the Daily Spasms reporting team. Her creative flair and unrivaled panache will bring the ratings boost we so greatly desire. Heather, I couldn't say it any better myself. Well, of course I could, but I'm far too gracious to steal your thunder. Oh, let's call it our thunder, shall we? Tisk tisk, Jackie, it seems you've been outmaneuvered. Fine, whatever. But Rex will have a thing or two to say when he gets back and finds Vermilion slumming it around here. Oh, I wouldn't be so sure, Jackie. And what does that mean? It means Rex is an incompetent buffoon who can barely tie his shoes together in the morning. Do you really think he'd put up that much of a fight? I'm not saying that. I'm only saying that he can be pretty effective when he means to be. Anyway, Heather, fine. If tolerating Vermilion's dreadful prattling is the only price of keeping my job here, I accept. Who said anything about that being the only price? Bring it in! Shiny! And what is that? Supervision Bot 4000, Miss Hyde. It features an automatic micromanagement system, 24-7 over-the-shoulder CCTV cameras, and of course, a 12,000 megawatt laser pointer that can slice effortlessly through the human flesh and highlight important graphs on a PowerPoint presentation. It's the Indigo Foundation's latest mechanical friend, guaranteed to raise worker productivity by up to 700% in just 12 easy weeks. I am Supervision Bot 4000. Don't you have some work to do? I hate it already. I think it's rather cute. Good job, employee. Here, have a raise. Oh, you're much too kind, Supervision Bot. See, Jackie, it's not that bad at all. Supervision Bot, you're looking exceptionally nice today. Don't lie to your manager. Skip your coffee break and see me in my office, employee. What? No fair! How come she got a raise and I got an appointment with a supervisor? 
Probably because Miss Bandersnatch is fantastic, while you're just a little bit rubbish, Miss Hyde. And while we're on the subject of efficiency and profits, how much did this big old dumb robot cost you anyway? It couldn't have been that cheap. Quit loafing around, employee. Put your back into it or the board will get angry at Supervision Bot 4000. Never you'll mind about that. I guarantee it would pay itself off in no less than a year with the efficiency saved around here. Heather, you never stop thinking about the good of the company. Wherever did you learn to be so gracious? Here and there, Miss Bandersnatch. Now I've got to run. I've got a meeting with board executive Cassock Henry in ten minutes. And after that, I'm being treated to a lunch at the Unwilling Flesh by Warren. The producer? He can afford to take people places? He is the only fashion employee around here, with the exception of now you, Miss Bandersnatch, of course. It is only natural he be allotted a more appropriate slice of the company pie, based on his current efforts. But Warren's a total loser. Once he- I won't hear another word against him. Warren is a kind, sensitive soul. Plus, he's very handsome in a pair of skinny jeans. Oh, rather! Skinny jeans redistribute the weight of the body in an ergonomic fashion, pushing the excess fat out of your legs and up into your chest cavity. There, according to the latest scientific reports, it can be burned to provide long-lasting energy to see your day done right. They also do absolute wonders for your street cred. Oh my god, was Warren wearing skinny jeans earlier? I can't believe it! I must have been too distracted by his legs being amputated by the denim to notice. You're just ignorant. Well, I must run. I'll see you later for your one-to-one -one performance review, Miss Hyde. Toodaloo! Why, you? Who does she think she is waltzing in here with her performance reviews and her dumb old robots? This place was running fine before she got here. Insulting me in front of other employees breeds bad workplace relations. Please desist at once, employee. Uh, well, to be honest, I never really caught any of your broadcasts. Except for the ones I was in, of course, but... What? Spit it out! You and Rexy never really did this journalism thing very well, now did you? God, is this like take cheap shots at Jacqueline Day or something? What is everyone's problem with me today? No, I mean, with Rex around, you weren't really able to be a serious journalist. With him out of the picture, you're finally free to fulfill your creative potential. Be the journalist you were always meant to be. Didn't you always complain about how he used to annoy your guests and drive down the intelligence threshold of the program? Well, yeah, I mean... Hmm... Jackie, you and me, together we can be greater than Rexy's Orkle Pants could ever dream. We'll raise the daily spasm to a new golden age of reporting and broadcast standards and bestial tests. With your smarts and my wonderful grasp of the bigger picture, together we could rule this town. I can't believe I'm saying this, but you may have a point there. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Me the mayor, and you the deranged. But talented, don't forget talented. Sure, whatever. And you... The deranged but talented artist, taking control of this small-minded town one story at a time. It's you and me, kid. It is time to end the broadcast. Employees, please proceed to the end of the program. Fine, I'm doing it. Shut up, you silly machine. Healthy work environment protocols critical. Do not foster unhappiness in those around you. Report to HR, immediately. Report to HR, immediately. No, shut up.
And that brings us to the end of the Daily Spasm broadcast for this morning. I'd like to thank our parent company, Bird's Bizarre Periodicals, for forcibly teaming me up with Vermilion in what may be a dysfunctional but ultimately ruthless, power-hungry partnership. I'd also like to thank our sponsor today, the disputed territory of Stantropolis. Just remember that even though they funded us, I still refuse to recognize their so-called state as anything more than a large, expensive, and potentially devastating joke. You won't get any constitutional recognition from me. And I'd like to say hello to all you wonderful baby beholders out there. Expect more vermilion, more of the time. Now that's a sobering thought. And I'd like to pointedly not thank Warren, because he's a big sellout and he sucks. A lot. And I hope Heather chokes on her gourmet lunch. And stay tuned next for the extended rustle of slow, grasping tendrils as they snake into your hiding place where you lay shivering and wrap softly around you with the sentience they've gained from photosynthesis gone wrong. Oh, gee, I forgot I had to... All right, Heather, just hold up a minute while I finish off this show. Maybe I'll get Supervision Bot 4000 to do the end bit next time. It seems to know what's going on. Tales from Spasming Hill is written and created by Sam Barron. News intern Jacqueline Hyde was patiently portrayed by Sharon Elkind, and her new reporter overlord Vermilion Bandersnatch was creatively conjured up through words and actions by Ange Collins. Heather, the performance review officer, was productively brought to you by Meg. Just Meg. Tales from Spasming Hill is recorded at 2SER Studios in Sydney, Australia. And so as I hinted at last week, we switched up the management around here. Don't tell Jackie, but I'm the one who actually called in Heather in the first place. I bet you thought a Warren didn't have it in him, huh? Well, anyway, all the emails you send to spasminghill at gmail.com should be making it through now, so go for it. You can also send us a message or leave us a like on Facebook or a review on the Tales from Spasming Hill show page on iTunes. This is Warren, the producer, saying bye for now.